What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is February 13th, 2023. You are listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor, a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. For that, we freaking appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill Hill and the Arcade, Ryan K. How you doing, my man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, Today was a little weird, but, you know, not every day is going to be an amazing day. More importantly... Somebody had a birthday yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that for a second. Yeah, what that what that what that hood rat shit look like? What'd you get into? What did did you give gifts to women? Yeah, I did give gifts to women. You did, and they also gave gifts to me because these Timberland boots are from like from somebody. I'm not gonna say her name though. But <laughs> I had. I had I- <laughs> I, I, like, I the dick is so profound. The women are buying Michael Michael Hill boots. That's all I'm saying. The dick is so profound. Michael Hill getting boots from hoes. I just want y'all to understand that. Michael Hill getting boots. And he's wearing these boots. They're clean as hell. I didn't even notice them. Yeah. Michael Hill always got... Here's the thing about my co-host. He's always got the clean fit. He's always got the good shoes. He's matched. He's well put together. Whereas I look like somebody... like like I look like a lesbian librarian with a wow. beard... And like just a melted cake triangle body, <laughs> and fucking you know Michael Hill, this, this clean put together man, and I have a band T-shirt on and bummy athletic shorts. This is how I look all the time. Awesome. This motherfucker got these clean ass boots on that women gifted him <laughs> because of the gift of dick, ladies and gentlemen. Get, get if you fuck, if you fuck them good enough, you get it back. I said, like I always tell Ryan, dick is a gift. Dick is a gift, bro. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the mere fact, even though the arcade says, don't let him fool you. I like because he has a, a Green Ranger sweater, and whenever he puts puts that shit on, like every shit stops. 
Okay. Everybody loses. Everybody loses. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't do it very often, but whenever well, he does, it's a theme sweater. I can't wear that every year. I, I wear it at Christmas time, and it, it's just I immediately am the freshest person. <laughs> and it, that's just how like, it, it, in any room. Yeah, that's just how that works. Like I'm where I'm. I'm the drippiest person in that room at that point. <laughs> Y'all, you just lose. Oh man! So we got a great show for you guys today, man. We're gonna be answering your questions. A lot of shit happened. Like you know, what I'm saying. Um, like in the uh, NBA free agency trade deadline, but I said we have a well. Uh, we this is the, the dawn or the eve of the Super Bowl, and before we get into this, I like you know Ryan. There are three things I learned over this over this weekend. One, Keylon Chapstick is criminally underrated. Okay. Number two, I like a when bitch it, had boots for you. <laughs> no, no. Well, I like this is on the on the bird on the birds yeah. that like yeah. so like appa- so, apparently like I, I I don't notice whenever bitches are into me in a public setting because I had me and my friends were like at a, at a bar and I was just chilling and enjoying like you know saying the uh, the atmosphere and there were some ladies like across from us I spoke to them earlier because they had like a drink and I was just like excuse me ladies like you know what what is that drink and we had like a small little convo then I went back with my boys and one of my homeboys said that girl that girl like you I like what you talking about. You're like, dude, she's been kind of looking, uh, looking your way, but you know, apparently, I don't notice things like that. And number three is unless this person is going against Tom Brady and the refs, because I usually choose Tom Brady and the refs every time, I will no longer bet against Patrick Mahomes. He's a freak, man. Never. He's a freak. Um, dude, this might have been the best Super Bowl I've ever watched. Legit. Like it seems like we say that every year though. Yeah, man, but like dude, but for real though, like this was just elite football. Like and the thing is La- last year's was pretty good too though. Yeah, it was. It was. I ain't even going to bullshit with you. The last year's last year's Super Bowl was great. Like cuz cuz last year last year came down to one final play and Aaron I don't know, man. I like It was a good one last year. It was year a good too. one. It was a good, was a good one good last one. year, but dude, like the thing is like so Wire to wire, the Eagles were probably the best team in the NFL, right? From top to bottom. From top to bottom. They had the best team. Jalen Hurts had a coming out party. Um, They had this great defense. They've had this core that they've had since the last time. Thing is, their their window is shifting. I can't say that it's closing, but it's shifting. Yeah. Um, Fucking because, you know, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey, like a lot of them dudes are Graham. Yeah, like Graham. Like they're getting old. Yeah. Like that's just how it is. And uh, so their team is very shortly, like in a soon soon to be in a very different position. But they have But they have Jalen Hurts, they have AJ Brown, they have Devontae Smith, like they have They have they, Jordan they, Davis. They have Jordan Davis. Well, I didn't even see that much of last night. No. Because Hargrave, I like, you know, which is crazy. I like, you know, and Jordan Davis is a special talent, a special run stuffing talent. But that should tell you how deep their D line is when you don't see Jordan Davis like that. Because Hargrave just like, you know, is a monster in the interior. So the, there, there were a bunch of things that stood out to me about this game. Um, the offensive line play, spectacular on both sides of the ball, were unbelievable, spectacular. Because these are so the Chiefs' defense is a little suspect. A little. The thing is about them though, their defensive, their front seven is really good. Because Nick Bolton's one of the best linebackers in the league, and their defensive line's really good with Clark. And uh, Jones, yeah, they have a really good defensive line. Like that's absurd. 
Jason Kelsey pretty much held Chris Jones in check. Jason Kelsey completely held Chris Jones in check. And Chris Jones is a top five talent. Yeah, that's an all-pro defensive tackle. Yeah, he's like, it's basically like the conversation usually looks something like Aaron Donald, Chris Jones. And Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, uh, DJ Reader, and I'm missing someone. Um... I'm missing someone. I'm missing someone. Who am I missing? Uh, Grady Jarrett. Yeah. That's kind of your your guys that you usually talk about in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, freaking, again, Jason Kelsey neutralizes that guy. But on the other side of the ball, Reddick got shut the fuck down by Orlando Brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just elite a, a elite offensive line. I, 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 I was telling, I was telling my, I was telling my friends. I was like, look, I said the last time Patrick Mahomes was in the Super Bowl, that offensive line was trash. I like that that left side is elite. Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, and Orlando Brown. Dude, the other thing that was so fucking crazy about this uh, game, their right tackle is good too. I'm not right tackle. Their left guard is. I know their right guard is insane. Yeah, they're just they're ridiculous. So. The thing is that really one of the things that really impressed me is because um, of how good the Eagles' offensive line is. When Mahomes drops back, there is no wasted movement in it. Mm-mm. It is that's something that doesn't get discussed enough. Is like he just how unfucking real good this dude is. Yeah, out of the pocket and getting the ball out quick. He wastes no fat. There's no fat in his dropback. Mm-hmm. None. Whereas I think about like Kirk Cousins, like Kirk Cousins has pretty good footwork, but there's a hitch. Like, and I think about that hit. That hitch gets him sacked a lot. Yeah. Like I think of like he'll sit there and he'll set up and you know he, when he's dropping and he he uprights himself. Like yeah. there's a little hitch in it where he's back and he's shifting his weight back mm-hmm. and to get upright. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes, there's no wasted. Literally, as soon as his back foot hits, a lot of times on a drawback, he's throwing it, mm-hmm. and it's accurate and it's precise and it has great anticipation. It is that is an uncommon skill mm-hmm. to have that too. Mm-hmm. In addition to you can throw the ball farther than like Thor. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. In addition to, like, that skill that he has, like, just sling the motherfucker all over the field. Um, the fact that he got, gets the ball out so quick, that was a big boon. And the fact that he knew he had to in this game because of how good the Eagles. There was no, you know, he killed in the quick game, the play-action game, the just the intermediate stuff. Like, it was just... You know, again, he didn't statistically put up, like, big volume yardage like Jalen Hurts did, which, what a fucking game Jalen Hurts had. So, but before we get to Jalen, I want to speak on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Because we'll get to Jalen in yeah. a second. Yeah, I like, yeah I, we'll I, give him roses. He I deserves like, them. Yeah, I like, because I, I ain't give a chance to give Patrick Mahomes his roses. Like, look, man, he said the mere fact that he was able to do, like, what he did, and the Eagles dominated the time of possession. Unbelievable. 
unfreaking believable. Like it, it, it seemed like Agreed. once the offense got going, it just seems like they were never in this game. And like I was telling people, and I told you two weeks ago because like Ryan, the arcade has said like he's probably the best quarterback he's ever seen. And I told him on Sunday he was going to have to be. He was going to have to be. And he didn't let me down. Yeah, he was gonna have to be. I like you know. And my thing is like, especially like with like with that supporting cast. I'm, Grant, I'm not sitting here saying the supporting cast is a bunch of bums, but you gotta think Tyreek Hill isn't there. Tyron Matthews not there. You know what I'm saying? Juju earned a lot of his contract this year in the second half of that game. Yeah, just big catches, big possessions. Um, Kelsey obviously caught that touchdown early, but like they kind of hyper focused on him. But he but he he did his damage early in the first half, which is all you wanted him to do. Yeah. So that opened everybody else. He did his job. Yeah, exactly. He did exactly what you wanted him to do. And you know, like I said, again, very very. So the mere fact, I like, I don't think there was a punt in this game until like late in the third quarter. Yeah. All right, that should tell you just like how dominant like the offenses were. Like and they just weren't able and it like and it shocked me just for the mere fact like this daunted Philly defense with the secondary that they have like they weren't able they weren't able to stop them yeah. like and they and they because it was like it was like it was like two different things the eagle had the slow methodical offense like and they would hit you with like a big play mm-hmm. then uh, the Chiefs had like the quick score yeah. Yeah, dude. Like that, like it was, it was just like that. Like you know, after a while, I was just sitting there, like, holy shit, they're moving the ball on these boys with ease. Yeah, man. The, well, that was the thing too. Like when the Eagles came out at the beginning of the first quarter, they moved the ball right down the field and scored, and then they're the, the best. Chiefs. So they're the best in the league at doing that. Yeah, and then the Chiefs turned around and did it right back to them. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. I was like, we might have a game. And then the thing is, like, there was that moment where the Eagles were up by seven. And then Bolton gets that fumble recovery. Yeah. And then in the second half, like it was at the tail end of the second half, Mahomes' ankle starts barking again. Mm-hmm. Like and go, go, go through the locker room, get shot up. Get they put they put on uh, 157 milligrams of fucking elephant tranquilizers or whatever <laughs> the fuck they do back there. And uh you know, again, dude, it is just fucking crazy to think about that, like, you know. That's pure guts. That, pure, that, pure heart, good guts, and determination. That fucking scramble he had. Yeah. At the end of the game. If he was healthy, that was a touchdown. God damn, man. Like, he just. Dude, again, Tyreek Hill leaves. Like, they just fucking, you know. Oh, well, they're kind of in a pseudo rebuild. Blah, 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 blah. It's fuck, like, no, 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 no not, they're not, not. Not when you have that, that guy. guy. No, you. now you have that guy and that coach, and like you know, I gotta give, well, like you know, coach to, I mean, credit to coach Andy Reid because I know me and my homeboy Thomas was sitting there talking. He was like, "Is it possible to like go sit here and say that maybe Coach Reid probably out coached or out out schemed like Nick Sirianni?" Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Both of those red zone touchdowns were schemed. Yeah, and um, there was a play where like I remember that there was a scheme thing that he did on a play to get Juju open mm-hmm. like he like played against them knew, knowing that they would watch the film on their scheme yeah and like they they had them they ran the play normal the first time and then later in the game like Juju got a pretty significant gain off of it yeah. on the side like again yeah Andy Reid's just he's a brilliant all-time fucking coach well which is crazy because all right, I know somebody on TikTok who I follow, like, you know, he said, he said, I know he was, he was sitting there saying he was talking about Andy Reid. 
he said, I, I like people are gonna be make uh gonna make fun of me for this. I like, but you know, I have a solid point. He said, I like you can make a choice, you can make a uh, I can make an argument that probably Andy Reid's probably a better coach than Bill Belichick. And he said, the reason I say that is because like you no, know, like Andy Reid dominated the NFC and the AFC. Like you no, know, with different like he didn't have the goat at quarterback. He's done this with multiple different quarterbacks and like in multiple different personnel. I like and like and Bill Belichick is out here struggling with Mac Jones and no uh, what what I but Bill, Bill Belichick hadn't been the same without Tom, without Tom Brady. The thing is, Andy Reid's managed to stay relevant for longer too. Like yeah. the thing is, like like I've talked ex- effusively about Andy Reid on this show before about how it's it's remarkable to think about when he came in the league that um, you know. The league was a very different place, like very power run. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, pass game was less important than the run game. He was like the first person I like with the Philadelphia Eagle teams, like you know, where the pass was kind of like they were like pass first. Yeah, exactly. And so, like you know, the NFL started evolving to that, and he they he pushed that along, and then obviously the Eagles and him parted ways. He completely rebuilt a shit fucking Kansas City roster. Um, that, you know, was just miserable. And he completely rebuilt that fucking roster. And, uh... Actually, like, it wasn't even really that bad because they went to the playoffs with Alex Smith. Well, no, no, no. But, they, no, that was part... Randy Reed was part of that rebuild. Yeah. Before before he got there, Alex Smith wasn't in Kansas City. They had, like, Matt Castle. Uh-huh. You know, like, all that bullshit. Like, they had Matt Castle. They blew their wad on Matt Castle because he had that one decent season backing up Tom Brady when Tom Brady tore his knee up and they almost made the playoffs with him and the only reason they didn't was because the AFC East had the the, the Jets and that year oh, like and the Dolphins that, were the best and, team and the Dolphins too like that's what I'm saying like it was just they just couldn't get in um their division was crammed and the AFC was good then yeah so you know like I said tough division and all that stuff um you know so you know, it's just one of those things where, like, um, I just I can't speak positively enough about Andy Reid. He's just a great, great coach, brilliant mind, and like I said, he's managed to be relevant for longer than Belichick has. Yeah, and you know that's not the craziest thing in the world, even though like Belichick's Belichick, like you know. Yeah, like that's that. Like, if somebody was to sit here and say they would take Andy Reid over Bill Belichick, I like with the with the uh, with what with the. Evidence that they they presented to me, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't scoff at that. I'm yeah. like, all right. So, anywho, like I said, man, but Mahomes is the best player in the world. Um, has been for the past four years. Yeah, he just you you said something you said something that I, I quoted a few different times over the course of the last couple of weeks. You said something in the last episode when we recorded to kind of do a a preview for the Super Bowl. You asked me if. I thought this was a legacy game for Mahomes. I said no. Because I was like, dude, if he loses, he's got a bum ankle. And you're like, no, dude, you misunderstand me. If he wins this game yeah. on a bum leg and with role players plus Travis Kelsey, what, what this might be like a real, real – like, Yeah, like put, put him in top ten, like top five, like, you know what I'm saying, territory. Yeah, and because that's, that's where he sits. Like – 
It's the he has had the best five year start to a career anybody's yeah. ever had. It's and it ain't yeah, even I, fucking close. Because I remember like whenever I said that, you kind of looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, you got to bear with me. I like you know what I'm saying you gotta you gotta see where I was going with this. I like and like I said, like it's well because so, I misunderstood. So, I just misunderstood what you were getting yeah. at. Because I was like, why would that hurt his legacy? Because because I always think about things hurting legacies yeah. instead of you being like, no, dude. Like yeah, if they lose, it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, because nobody expects them to win. Yeah, nobody expected them to win. I thought they were gonna get the shit beat out of them. Yeah, I thought they were too. I was like, you know, him winning this does more for his legacy than him losing. Because if he like, if he would have lost, people would have gave him the out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because he, he had it. Yeah, he had an out. Like he was on a bum ankle. Like you don't have the roster. I like your roster isn't as good as theirs. Nah. You know what I'm saying? If you played halfway decent, people were gonna give you an out. Yeah. I like, but if you would have won this game, I like I said, we're talking top ten, top five territory. I like for me, I like I already have him fifth. Yeah, so like he's not he's not fit for me, but like I said, I'm old school. I like he's probably like he's probably like six or seven. Yeah, I like yeah, like if I like if you, if you put me if you back me to a corner without me having to think about it, you know, like he's probably like six or seven. He's right there. But like my my top five is like is Brady, Montana, Manning, Elway, and Marino. And I tell people they look at me like I'm crazy because I say you guys are stuck in the moment, and rightfully so. You guys are prisoners of the moment, boss. I'm not going back and forth with nobody. Right? At a point where, like, I legit think that. I legit think that if he retired tomorrow, he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he'd be first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, it's just absurd. I mean, at, I mean, at this point, he just pe- uh, like if he doesn't do anything else, I like it. It's like the Tom Brady effect. Like you know, when Tom Brady won those three quick Super Bowls, I like you know all he was. He doing- didn't need to do anything else, else. really. He all just needed to round out stats and longevity, longevity, and like you know, saying in decent playoff runs. Yeah, that's all he needed to do. And Love Pat the- Mahomes is kind of in that yeah, spot. Yeah, he, yeah, he's in that spot now. He's already won two Super Bowls because it's a two- short list of dudes that have won multiple Super Bowls. Very short list. It's like Montana. Brady, Manning, Manning, Elway, Manning, yeah, other Manning, like Bradshaw, Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger, like it's not a lot of dudes, like you know, I think Stallback, um, it's there's not Black a, Star, yeah, Star, like there's not a lot of dudes that are on that multiple Super Bowl quarterback list. It's just not. So um, a lot of great quarterbacks don't haven't even like Marino and Fran Tarkington and. Dan Fouts, like there were a lot of great quarterbacks that never won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, um, fucking Elway was this close to being one of those guys, yeah. this close. Um, so uh, took the last couple of years of his career, you know. But when they finally got their shit together. Yeah, but uh, so like I said, man, again, I uh, I have a ton of respect for uh, what Andy Reid has done to rebuild that program. Also, that's a fucking... Uh, it's crazy to think about the fact that you know that that game was really sweeter for him because the Eagles fired him. Yeah. So you know that that was kind of yeah, like... Yeah, he had like a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mahomes is the best player on the planet. But um, Jalen Hurts balled the fuck out, man. He balled... The dude, 300... This is the only time in my life I think that I've ever watched a Super Bowl and you could have sold me on a losing team's player getting the MVP. Yeah. You could have sold me on Jalen Hurts MVP. Yeah. Dude had four four combined touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. He had three he had like three rushing touchdowns, a two point conversion, threw a bomb to AJ, like AJ Brown. Slinging a ball over the fucking place. The only thing he did was fumble that ball. 
which Patrick Mahomes had an inexplicably bad fumble against the fucking, you know, against the fucking Bengals. I like, and that's and that's I like, and that also made that other point too. I think on the show and like to my friends, like you know, if they can somehow generate like a turnover, or, like if Jalen Hurts can turn the ball over, because no. I, I felt like he was due because he's been playing good football for a very long time. I was like, you know, and at some point he's due for like a bad play that could potentially cost him. But really, I like you know, what I'm saying they were bailed out because Buckard, I like you know, missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but speaking of Jalen Hurts, I'll, somebody was sitting here telling me he was like, I don't care what nobody say. He said Jalen Hurts is the third best quarterback in football. He said fuck Justin Herbert, fuck Trevor Lawrence. Is Mahomes like Burrow in him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You have a solid argument. You have a solid argument. I like. I can't say nothing to that. Yeah, my list looks something like this. Like my my quarterback list currently looks something like this. No particular order. Out. Mahomes is number one, and after that, I don't really give a fuck. Um, it's like Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Burrow, um, Hertz, uh, Jackson, Allen. Um, yeah. Outside of those six guys, I don't really give a fuck about the like the yeah. rest of them. Like. Like whatever, like fucking. Then you you could shake up a lot of those dudes from then on, and like kind of put them in a hat, and they all fall yeah. out. Like after that, you're getting into fucking Matt Stafford territory, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr, Kirk Cousins territory. Like I don't really give a shit. And then attack of Aloha character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like Trevor. I think Trevor Lawrence is very closely. He's he's lurking and is about to be in the same tier yeah, as, as all guys. those guys I just mentioned, but um. You know, that special tier of quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, I just don't think that fucking, you know, I, again. Which is crazy for me, just for the mere fact, like, like my thing is with Jalen Hurts, so like, even, like, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the college, and I tell anybody, I wasn't a fan of Jalen Hurts in college oh, because, like, his inability to throw the football. He was, he was very one-dimensional, and his arm wasn't very strong. And uh, he wasn't very accurate. No, he was very one-dimensional. Listen, dude, I... We beat we beat that Alabama team that he played on for a national championship, and he was a deficient passer. Also, now if he would have got Oklahoma Jalen Hurts on that squad, that might would have been a different story. Yeah, I like which is crazy because there was a fu- funny story with that. Whenever, whenever uh, Jalen Hurts, like you know, saying wanted to transfer, he wanted to go to Miami, or like or somewhere else. Nick Saban made the call to Lincoln Riley. He said, "Look, he said I got one for you. I like you know, saying make sure." You take good care of him. I like his because Lincoln Riley. When it comes to quarterbacking, like you know, in the college ranks, nobody does it better than Lincoln Riley. Yeah. I like so. So he took he convinced him to like you know saying to go to Oklahoma and go to Lincoln Riley and tell him Lincoln Riley will get you ready for the pros. That yeah. was Nick Saban. Yeah, good for Nick. So that was it. That was him looking out for him. That's I, good. Like I was like, well, that's good for Nick because we usually think of Nick Saban as being a ghoul. Yeah. Oh, but the thing is, though, like he had that much love for Jalen Hurts because he personally recruited Jalen Hurts. He said, yeah. he said like Jalen's a good dude. Yeah, man. he's just a good dude. He personally recruited Jalen Hurts. He like Nick Saban doesn't do that for anybody, but he personally recruited Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he said like that dude's a good dude and like is somebody that you want you want to root for. Yeah, exactly. He, he's very likable. I like even if you don't like the Philadelphia Eagles, like you like him. And like my thing is, I like since he got to the pros, I like, I, I always rooted for him. Like especially when I found out that like I seen him like you know develop as a passer at Oklahoma, and he earned my respect. I like I I could I had to eat that crow, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And like you know admit that I was wrong. 
and like you know and support the guy because it wasn't like i hated him it was just a mere fact like he just didn't have it as a passer and back then he didn't i had a i had a i had a i had a good point but he proved me wrong and he developed and like you know it was good to see what he became because, I, he, because it couldn't have happened to a better person he, but for, him, for him to go through what he went through at Alabama then like just the rise and the adversity he went through nobody deserved to win that game more than he did he, uh, unfortunately he went against Patrick Mahomes yeah I mean the thing is too like if you look at Mahomes' stats just in terms of yardage not impressive but the touchdowns yeah he had like what like four touchdowns or some shit yeah is ridiculous. The longer you get, the longer you get points on the board. It doesn't matter how you do it. No, hell no. Again, he's he's the shit, man. Like I said, again, that was a fucking great. And I, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that last play with Bradbury. Here's the thing. So Bradbury got away with a hold, a real bad hold at the beginning of that game mm-hmm. on Juju. So the the refs knew they blew that call. And, and it's funny because in the post game, Bradbury said, "Like, yeah, I held." I, him. I held him. He said, "He says that." And the thing is, like, I know people have talked about like there was a really like Fox didn't get a good angle of it. Yeah, they talked about yeah he grabbed the front of his jersey mm-hmm. and like we couldn't see it. Then he held him on the side. Yeah, he on the side too. Yeah, they'll let you do one of those things. You can't do both. You can't do both. So, and I know because my thing is people always get upset talking about how all oh, the referees shouldn't do that. Like people are complaining about the game, and I and I and I quote tweeted somebody like, "You wouldn't be saying this if it was the other way around." Right, exactly. Oh, like because my, my thing is I like I bring it back to the AFC title game where the Chiefs lost, where where uh old buddy was offsides and they got the pick six. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying. Nobody said anything about that. Yeah, I mean that was a bad call. Yeah, I mean, but again, that's, but he was offsides. But the dude held. Yeah, exactly. Like the thing is, like that's it's lame to see plays like that decide games. Yeah. It just is. And the thing is, like that was the part of it that sucked. Bradbury probably like listen. If they didn't want to call it, I'm fine with that. But it probably. Was I said like it's. I said like if you're an Eagles fan, I can understand. Yeah, you being, and being you e- think aggravate. it's not a hold? I get it. But like yeah. non-Eagle fans that just want to bitch and complain, like because it always seems like. People always want to bitch and complain about Kansas City. It's like one of those things, like the overtime game against um, against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, oh no, against uh, Buffalo last year. People are like, the, the, the overtime rules are dog shit. It's just like everything. It's just like the, they. The, uh, they're already treating them like the Patriots got yes. treated after winning three, and it's like, dude, they're probably about to be there very soon. Yeah, because like. In about we're we're gonna get sick of Patrick Mahomes. It hadn't happened yet because he's such a likable guy and he's a cool dude. And he's and very down to earth. And, and Randy Andy Reid is fire. Yeah, they have a lot of likable dudes on their team. They got rid of one of the least likable dudes off their team this offseason because Tyree Kill's a great talent and he's a good player. But you know, I like Tyree Kill. He's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, but like it's one of those things where like people uh, people think that he got into that domestic dispute with his wife oh, and yeah, like his kid get, well, and like that yeah yeah so like the people don't like him because of that like he's not well liked um because of that so again it's just kind of one of those things so but 
man, like I said, this is a great game uh, regardless. Yeah, it sucked that the Chiefs kind of just got to run it out and kick a field goal and the Eagles didn't get the ball I mean, that, back, that, that's but, smart football. Yeah. I, like, I hate yeah. when people say show. I do. They no. get another chance. I do. It's smart but football. But, dude, the Chiefs, no, that's not what I mean. The Chiefs did exactly what, what they're supposed to do. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about yeah. those idiots out there. I'm like, dude, that's smart football. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, it's like, just like, if, if the penalty yeah. led to that. That's the part. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, you know, if your defense is mid, you're not going to give Jalen Hurts another chance with too much time on the clock. That's the other thing, too, thinking about it is these motherfuckers are that upset about it. And it's like, dude, y'all really want to be this upset about that play. How about don't let them score every drive? Yeah, they scored every, every drive. drive in the second half. That's that's tough, man. especially with that defense that the Eagles have. That's unacceptable. Yeah, that's you not. gotta at least score. You gotta at least stop them one or two times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I like it, the mere fact that uh, the Chiefs' defense was able to get a couple of stops. Yeah, and their defense is horrid compared yeah. to the Eagles' defense. Yeah, like, it just lets me show who wanted it more. Yep. Yeah, it is what it is, man. So, like I said again, I uh, yeah, like, and I don't fault them for running the clock out because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like if you don't believe in your defense, and granted, their defense has been out there a lot. Yeah, I mean, dude, I know Reed clearly coached McKinnon on it because yeah. like Sarani was like, yeah, just let him score, and like you saw them, they they literally let McKinnon the, run, and, and McKinnon slowed up and then gave himself up on the one yard line. Yeah, it was brilliant. That's yeah, he once he saw what was going on, he was yeah. like, yeah, he was like, oh, no one's chasing me. They want me to score. Hell no. No. And he's like, I'm gonna lay down. We're gonna fucking ice this thing. Got to, cause like at that point, their defense was like, bro, he said we did the best we could. I like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like, you guys gotta bring it home for us. Absolutely, absolutely. I like before we go, I like, I like go off. I, I like, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to their running back. Oh, Pacheco. Yes. Yeah, God. he's good, man. And he's then, really good. And then Kadarius Tony with the fucking punt return, like that was crazy. Fucking like, dude, yeah, yeah. Pacheco's Pacheco's nice, man. So some like my homeboy Luis said, Dave Gettleman somewhere taking a shot after t- Kadarius Tony. He was just like, well, like, well, I guess, I guess it took so, it took a, an environment like that to get the best out of him. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, you know, said sure. New York wasn't the spot for him. Tony's very talented. It's just one of those things where, like, he's a little raw in his route running. He'll get some of that stuff figured out. But he's he, very physically blessed. He's he, just a talented guy. He reminds me a lot of Percy Harvin. Yeah, like he really does. I was like, he's just a playmaker with the ball yes, in his hands. Yes, reminds me reminds me a lot of Percy Harvin in that regard. Yeah. So, so I like, but what a great way, like, you know, what I'm saying to end the end the football season off with. Yeah, for so, sure. Like, spectacular. Spectacular. So coming up next, we got our quote of the week and we got <clears throat> like, you know, some news, a lot of shit, crazy shit happening, like, you know, with the NBA trade that trade deadline. Yeah, it was one of the craziest trade lo- deadlines ever. It's a lot to unpack. You guys get ready, you buckle up. All right, next on the scoreboard on, on anchor. It's Trisha's birthday. A fine lady like that. She deserved more than an ankle bracelet from the mom. Like tickets to my sold out show. You gotta go VIP. The show's gonna be fired. Like this Beaujolais. Medium body, low acidity. Pairs nicely with the duck comfy. You're gonna enjoy yourself. Let that breathe. Hey Tyrone, what you doing at 
Cali. I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's our quote of the week. I guess I'll go first. I'll go first because mine is very hood rat. I just seen yours and look like it's gonna look like it's very long winded and eloquent and shit. So you know I I don't do eloquent here. I do hood rat shit. I mean I kind of got a hood rat one myself though. Well, this one comes from my man Charlemagne the God. You already know where this yeah, is going. Yeah, Charlemagne on that on that shit. He said, "If you see a closed down church of chicken, you somewhere where you don't need to be." He's he ain't wrong. He is not wrong. Watson Village ring any bells for you in, <laughs> in Anderson? That part that's one of the roughest parts of Anderson. That little stretch there, that's where that closed down church's chicken was. Talk about across from uh Burger King. Oh yeah, dude, I used to go there all the time. Oh yeah, that chicken be hitting, bro. So yeah. so it's not there no more. Nah, damn, that sucks. Yeah, they're trying to replace it with a sandwich shop or something, but like yeah, they just didn't do enough business there because it's in a terrible neighborhood in a bad spot. Um, yeah, you're across from a Burger King. Yeah, and, 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 and the Little Caesars is right there, too. Like, and you had Captain D's down the street. <laughs> yeah, which I don't even understand how Captain D's is open. That's a me, business front. Me neither. That's a, that's a mafia front. That's why I'm. That's my theory. I know I get shit for, like, you know, liking Long John Silvers, but that fish batter is something something, something else, and I, I can't... I, I like that shit, because me and me and my homeboy Say and Anthony, a, friend, a mutual friend of ours, we talked about that shit. He be like, bro, he said, I'd be eating that fish uh, that, fi that fish crumbs and stuff he said i just asked for like a box of it <laughs> damn that's crazy so you know you know you that shit is good whenever you ask for the fish crumbs but but i don't eat their chicken or none of that shit yeah i don't eat i don't eat long john silver's chicken or none of that shit but that fish yeah i don't see how people like captain dicks but yeah. but most definitely dude this i don't see how people fuck with either of them for real like i don't but i don't fuck with fish like that outside yeah. of sushi that's just me though yeah I like, dude there's a church that's like near my uh near my house Hell yeah. But it's not like in a crazy neighborhood or nothing like that, so I guess that's why. But it's crazy because it seems like it don't belong there amongst the other stores. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so anyways, my quote of the week, uh, fuck it, uh, goes this guy named Elron Mexico on Twitter. So obviously, Mahomes gets hurt. Chiefs go down. 
they uh, go to the halftime show. Mm-hmm. So this dude qu- tweets out, Imagine how badass this sounds to Patrick Mahomes right now. The ambient echoes of Rihanna's voice vibrating off the walls of his soul, just as the pharmacy they dumped into his veins takes hold. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there I was like that's some funny shit bro and he followed it up and he basically was like I'm so jealous of him imagine being at a concert and an entire training staff just throwing every drug at you until you can't feel your legs <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of that like shout out to Rihanna that was a great halftime show yeah it was dude man it was funny that that really just fucking that really just reaffirmed that she's, how, that she's a legend. How many fucking, like... How many slappers, bangers she got? Goddamn bangers she has. I was, or, or she was a part of. I was like, goddamn, I was sitting there, I was like, Lee, like, it's just fucking, just a million fucking songs. I like, and I kind of knew that just because, like, in my iPod, I have, like, a Rihanna playlist, and it has, like, has, like, 30 of my favorite Rihanna songs, so I knew she had bangers. Hell yeah. But, like, just, just seeing it there, like, you know, I wasn't really excited about it. But now I'm just like, oh yeah, she low key, she's a, she's a fucking legend in this game. She's great. And congrats on the second baby, ASAP Rocky shot the club up. Another yeah, he, one. Yeah, I mean he knows. Another one. He knows. Shit, I wouldn't be pulling out either. She's a billionaire. Yeah, she's so fucking hot and awesome. Like, what the fuck would you? And rich. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. He said, "Don't hurt at all." Man, don't hurt. Fucking. Uh, uh, but you know, it was. <laughs> whereas Drake out here fumbling bad bitches constantly. ASAP Rocky says, "Shit, I got me one. I'm gonna knock her up ASAP." And don't. And if shit don't work out, it's because she don't want it to work out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's still gonna have to fuck with him though, kids. Yeah, kids. Yeah, for he, the rest of her life. Yeah, he knew. Well, dude, I mean, you, you know what was funny, man? One of my favorite things before they got together. They were performing together on stage, and like he like slapped her ass, and she got mad as fuck at him about mm-hmm. it. The fact that he managed to like the thing, the fact, the, the fact that he came back from that, because like obviously he was just being playful. Yeah, but they were friends though. Yeah, but she got mad about yeah. it. Like she's like, bro, like we ain't cool like that, and like he was like, man, we cool though, and she's like, yeah, but like that wasn't cool. Yeah. And, like, she was mad as fuck at him for doing that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he managed to come back from that, and then now they together, and he got kids with her, is, like, that's just, the all-time time comeback story. That's crazy. Because, y'all, I remember her saying that, like, she didn't like they were friends or she didn't really see him like that. Yeah. Until COVID. And that's when a lot of babies happened during COVID and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't say that's a COVID baby, but that's whenever he, he started working his match. Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, we like to call that the quarantine D. Yeah, that's you know what. Before we get into this, yeah, he gave her that COVID, like yeah, COVID. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, well, that you got you got the COVID. You know, obviously it ends with a D, so it's like COVID dick. <laughs> like he gave her that. Can't really make that pun word, but you get you get you know what we're saying. Yeah, you exactly. know what we're saying. So speaking of crazy, right? This trade deadline. It's probably one of the craziest I've seen in recent memory. This trade deadline was about as crazy as the MLB deadline like two years ago. Irvin and fucking Kevin Durant both got traded is some fucking crazy shit. Um, the Mavericks got better, but it's one of those things that like... They're too top-heavy. They're very top-heavy. They still have butt for defense. 
And th their, their defense is to score 140 points every night. Yeah. That's their new defense. Um, Kyrie and Luka is going to have to figure out some things, but, like, they're, uh, you know, I think that they'll figure it out. Um, I mean, he kind of has to. Like, my thing is, is, as great as Kyrie is as a talent, like, I, I don't trust the man. I don't trust the man to wash my car. But you want, I, I don't know, man. It's just a matter of time before he feels like, you know what, I don't want to play here either. Because yeah. they, they really wanted to go to L.A., yeah, and like the like, and their GM was just like, "Fuck you," because really he did his 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 whole his whole like you know what I'm saying operation was to not send him to LA, send him anywhere but LA. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, so just just petty. Yeah, it's petty. Um, but it is what it is. Um, so obviously Kevin Durant goes to the Suns. The Suns are now the favorite to win the championship. Which I like that shocked the fuck out of me. That was wild. Fucking that was fucking wild. I like cause I know they say he was gonna be moved. I didn't think he was gonna be moved to Phoenix. Yeah, that was crazy as hell. Uh so, you know, the, the I like I, I, I met the people are upset about this. I like and I said, I'm not. And they were like, why? I said, because we might my boy CP3 might actually have a legitimate shot to win a title. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. Basically. Now. Um, I like it's just it hinges on the uh, the health of because Devin Booker's just now coming back. The thing is, man. I understand why the Nets wanted to move on from him, though. Like, and I'm not even trying to be a hater when I say this because. Kevin Durant's amazing, but the thing is, dude hadn't played more than 60 games since he's 35 and off an Achilles, and he hadn't played more than 60 games since that Achilles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, being a little scared and, like, wanting to get some value for him. They get they got plenty of value with him, too, because they got Bridges, and they got Cam Johnson, and they got, they got Jay Crowder and, like, four first-round picks. Yeah, they got a boatload of first-round picks, so, you know, like, it's... It's solid, man. It's real solid. You know, I I like uh like I said, I, I'm I'm picking up what they're uh, I'm picking up what they're putting down. They'll they'll be fun to watch the rest of the year. I said, like it's basically like you know what I'm saying, James Johnson, the GM is going all in. Yeah, as He's he should. As he should, by the way. Um so there's that. Because like it's kinda wide open right now. It's probably as wide open as I've we've ever seen it. Yeah. The Because uh, I was hoping he was because I was hoping he wasn't going to go to Boston because I, the Laker and me won't allow uh, like won't allow me to yeah, be happy for that. I, yeah, I don't want the Celtics to have anything. I like because I know because I said the Celtics were like a big time trade partner. They were willing to give up Jalen Brown. Now, I don't know what else they were going to give up, but like that Suns deal was hella different because I know my homeboy Lee. Shout out to him. We was working. He was like, "Yo, Kevin Durant got moved," and I was like, I was kind of scared. And I was like, "Where to?" He was like, "Phoenix." I was like, "Thank fucking God, hell yeah, that's yeah. great." That's great. That is great. My man CP3 actually has like has a chance now, and I like Mikael Bridges. I like you know and uh, and Jay Crowder when he kind of plays. No, actually, I don't like Jay Crowder. I like him. I like him and Cam Johnson, but you have to give up those guys if you want to have a player like Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so like I said, they're now the immediate favorite to win the West. Um, you know, for sure. Um, if they can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's a big if. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, outside of that, you know, the Lakers kind of overhauled their whole roster, which is very odd. But, you know, they seem to they look a little bit better. Um, I like I like a lot of what they did. Yeah, Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, got rid of Westbrook and Beverly. Um, got Mo Bamba. Got Mo Bamba. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just smart. 
I was like, you guys are getting younger, so I like I like those. They're prep. They're prepping for life after LeBron. Yeah, like uh, that's some that's some nice pieces to go along with Rui Hachimura. So they got younger, like you know, saying quicker or like on a defensive end, yeah. or like you know, more of the style. Of, and they got some shooters. They got some shooting. This is what they was seriously been lacking. Yeah, I like so you know, saying they are a playoff team, but I think they're a year before they can actually do some shit. Oh yeah, for sure. They can actually do some shit. Like, is there anything else big that has been going on? Uh, with the trade deadline, I can't remember. Like, obviously, like a fair, a lot of role players always get swapped around. Oh, I feel so bad for John Wall. <laughs> Dude, John Wall right back at Houston. God, uh, Josh Hart got traded to net the Knicks, which was cool because that's awesome. Because you know he gets to play with Jalen Brunson again. I think that'll be good for them. Uh, Josh Hart is low-key one of my favorite players in the league. He's just a great role player, great rebounder, pretty good shooter. Like I just he, yeah. does, he does everything well. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great defender. Like he's yeah, he's just good. Um so again, man, um I like yeah, I like cuz I know the Clippers got Eric Gordon. I like did like is Eric Gordon going to be the answer to their problems? No. no. No, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard playing basketball games is the only answer <laughs> to problems. Because you got they don't have problems. The problems they have is that Kawhi Leonard won't fucking play the game of basketball. <laughs> That's the problems they have. <laughs> play the game. Just go out there and play. I like you. Fuck. No back to backs. Uh-huh. No, no back to back. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm gonna play 50 games this year. I'm playing. If you lucky. Yeah, if you lucky, lucky, I play 50 games. But I'll, I'll play the playoffs too if I'm um, if I'm actually healthy. Yeah, I'll, I'll play the playoffs, but I'm, I'm only trying to play 40 games. Yeah, what an asshole. Fuck him. <laughs> Fucking annoying. Um, like I said, man, I can't really remember who else made deals. I like a lot of the other ones, like, you know what I'm saying, like, like small, deer, small deals. I know Jake Podal, like, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the center for the, um, yeah. for the San Antonio Spurs went to Toronto. Yeah, which I like him a lot because because I, I had to keep him, I had to keep like tabs on him because he's on my fantasy team, which I like. I am killing it at fantasy basketball. Yeah, don't surprise me at all. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, like I said, a lot of there was a lot of little microtransactions, but the three biggest things were the Mavs thing, the Suns thing, and the Lakers thing. And then outside of that, it's just kind of a lot. Of, um, I think Jay Crowder is going to end up in Milwaukee. Because they're going to buy him out? I think they're going to buy him out. Russell Westbrook to Utah is interesting because I just wonder. They're going to buy him out. Yeah, they're going to buy him out. Because Russ Russ hates Utah. There's no way he plays in front of those fans. He fucking hates that. He, I like, you know, Terrence Ross gets bought out. He's going to go to uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Which gives them a perimeter def- a perimeter defender and somebody who's very athletic. Yeah. And that, and that can shoot a little bit. So yeah. I like this. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. On their end. Yep. So it was a, like I said. I don't think I've ever seen a crazier trade deadline with having two players of that caliber getting traded. At trade. I've never seen that. I've never seen anything like that. Because usually the big get of a trade deadline is like getting a guy like Jay Crowder. Yeah. You know that's usually how that works. Like, oh, so and so traded for uh, fucking uh, Thomas Bryant. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's like some shit like that. Like, oh, which is crazy. I know James Harden had like something to say after both of them were, uh, both of them were traded. He was like, "I said I don't want to be the one to say I told you so, but you know what I'm saying like, like when people looked at me like I was crazy when I said some shit was going on there." Dude, I mean, dude, sixteen games that they played together. So here's the thing, fucking the Lakers get excoriated. 
for being a failure for Gary Payton and Carl Malone, and they were old. Yeah. These motherfuckers won a single playoff series together. At least we were able to make it to the finals. They made, the Lakers made it to the finals and get excoriated as a failure. They and, got to the finals. And Carl Malone was hurt in the finals. Yeah. Like I said, my whole point is, if that was a failure, how big of a failure was this? This is a catastrophe. Yeah, this is a catastrophe. This is like maybe the worst failure ever. So yeah, you know, again, shout out oh, the Nets. I said this is even the the Nets or the Kings because they this isn't the first time they've done that. They nah. did this with Kevin Garnett, Joe Johnson, and Paul Pierce. Yeah, exactly. And that was a colossal failure. Like they had they had one maybe two good years, and that just the wheels fell off. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. Yeah, it was very bad. Paul Pierce wasn't Paul Pierce anymore. Kevin Garnett was on a downslope, and then Joe Johnson wasn't Joe Johnson anymore. Really. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, all those guys were not. Nah. Then they went and got Darren Williams. That wasn't it. And then Brooke Lopez was injury prone at the time. I like also the Warriors got back Gary Payton the second. Yeah, which lol, you know. Yeah, he got paid, then then lol. But I like, hell, them motherfuckers are ho- barely hovering over 500. Yeah. So I, I really don't. The West is wide open this year, bro. It just is. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, they also changed, traded James Wiseman, too, but I forgot. They what. did. They, yeah, they sent him to Detroit. Yeah, that was crazy. They got Sadiq Bay back, which is great. Cause I like Sadiq Bay. He's he's, mm. he's gonna help them like a lot. I think he's a good death piece. Like can do what fucking Draymond does, but can score. Yeah, obviously he's not as good of a defender, but like you know, ideas the same. Yeah, I just say, man, like, you can put in in the bucket. Yeah, he actually can score. Is that like Kaminga does the same thing, too? Yeah, Jonathan Kaminga, he's he's solid. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, this shit's been crazy, man. Yeah, oh, for like, sure. I, I'm excited for the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's going to we we got a lot of new-look teams, and a lot's going to be different, and teams are going to be gelling. We'll see how it goes. I said, but before we go, like, because I know Russell Westbrook is going to be bought out, well, like, where could you see him possibly going? I don't have a fucking clue where he's going to end up. Um, just no, I have no ungodly idea where he ends up. So, uh, like, a, a sneaky team that probably watch out for is the Miami Heat. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But at the same time, uh, they have Kyle Lowry, so I don't know. Yeah, but they were trying to trade Kyle Lowry. True. True. Yeah, because Kyle's getting a little old, and like for some reason he ain't been playing. So yeah, I like they've been they've been trying to move him. Yeah, I like so like who knows? I like you know what I'm saying like if I can get Russell Westbrook over Kyle Lowry, I think at this point of Kyle Lowry's career, that's an upgrade. Yeah, I like because their window's starting to close too. Yeah, for sure. So I like so coming up next, I like your questions are in, and we cannot wait to answer them. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Yeah, your name is the time, bro. Man of the people, what they in line for? Main attraction, remember when I was sideshow and waiting for something to go viral. I tried to tell them it was written. I tried to tell them I was different. I tried to tell them I was itching. I tried to tell them I was missing. I 
always knew I was the guy, I never second guessed it The stuff I'm blessed with ain't the same as what the next get That drive and that hunger running deeper than the rest is And everything I do I must perfect it, I be restless And I ain't never tried to be another guy Disrespect the caterpillar, rave about the butterfly What if I never made the... I like my chili hot as a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. Hey guys, you're listening to The Scoreboard on Spotify. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and the Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid in Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time! This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's, it's that time. It's mail time. The part of the show where we get to chop it up with you, the fans. So, so we got got a couple of questions. So the first question comes from Luis from Philadelphia. So, yo, guys, I was wondering. Said so the Eagles got to pay Jalen Hurts. Now, no excuses. I think he showed that he's the he's our guy. He should be our guy. I like your thoughts. Carson Wentz was your guy too. But he, but he also got. I'll say this, I think, I think that that's just me being like, hey, history could repeat itself there. Um, now, I like Jalen Hurts. I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think you do have to pay him, and I think he is your guy moving forward. I mean, he's proved that, that he, he's proved it that much. Yeah, he's very good. He's very talented. Um, so I think you have to pay him. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, you shouldn't oversell out on the idea of it because you've been burned before on a young dude that's had talent. You know what I mean? Well, Carson Wentz got hurt. It wasn't like he just fell off. Jalen Hurts could get hurt too. Yeah, that's that's, I, that's all I'm saying. Like anything could happen. It's a scary league. Um, I think that the likelihood of that happening is pretty slim. And the fact that you guys hit on a quarterback as quick as you did right after mm-hmm. is a fucking miracle. Yeah. That's a fucking miracle. The Minnesota Vikings have had one quarterback in 60 years that was consistent. They traded him away briefly. Outside of that, old vets, fucking, you hit on Dante Culpepper, tears his knee up. Teddy Bridgewater, we never really got to see what he could have been. He tears his knee up. So like we, he's, he's an okay player. That position is hard as fuck to get right. Yeah, to get right. 
So or get somebody competent. That's why somebody like a Kirk Cousins stays in the league because he's, he's like a little above average. He's a little bit above average. So like you know, at that point, you're just so scared that you can't do better than that. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, like Trent Dilfer wins a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, there are guys like that that win Super Bowls. Like Nick Foles got hot at the right time and won Super Bowl. Joe Flacco had a great stretch in the playoffs. And then got paid for being a mediocre piece of shit. You he, know, they basically paid him for a Super Bowl that he they, won. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's just how this stuff goes. So, but at that point, you got the Super Bowl. You're paying for a yes, Super Bowl. Exactly. Exactly. So, now, like, and considering the fact how, how hard those things are to get, you're like, you, you'll live and die with that, right? I'll say you'll live and die with that, but yeah, like he's the guy. I like. I don't know what because like it wasn't really like the the organization had the like what was was iffy about it. But after this performance this year and like you know the Super Bowl, I, I don't see how how you could not right. because if you pay, like like yeah, I like the the windows open. Yes, the windows open. Yes. So second question goes to. Johnny from Cleveland said, "Hey guys, with LeBron James passing the all-time leading score, I like I like a scoring record from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I like do you, where where do you guys have him? Like you know, saying if you're top ten, if you even have a top ten, I don't have a top ten. I've never bothered to make one. the The league is very hard to judge errors and positions, and comparing positions and." And then players, and then different players at those positions, and different players in errors. It's very hard to do that. Um, so, I mean, and you have to kind of judge dudes on different meritocracy based on the the confines and constraints of their position. Yeah. So, like, how the fuck are you going to compare a guy like? Um, it's very difficult to compare a guy like Isaiah Thomas to a guy like um, Steph Curry. It, well, no, they play the same position. No, it's not that difficult to compare them. I'm saying it's very difficult, which it is difficult, though, because of eras. Mm. Eras make that its own different thing. And those dudes play the same position. But how in good faith are you going to sit here and be like, yeah, let's compare uh, Pete Maravich to Shaq? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, there's a very different dudes mm-hmm. that play different positions. Now, obviously like Shaq is Shaq and Shaq's like arguably a top 5 center, like probably realistically top 3 center maybe yeah. ever, you know. Or, like, top, he, or to like top, he, you know, he's, top 5 he, easy. Let's say he's top 5. He's 4 for me. Like for me, I like, you know what I'm saying, it's a lot easier question for me to answer. He's at number 4. I like and I know my top 10. My top 10 is Jordan, Kareem, Magic, then LeBron James, then Wilt Chamberlain. Number six is Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Larry Bird, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Shaquille O'Neal. That's a pretty good list. I can't really argue with that. So, yeah, so he's number four for me. Yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? He's incredible. He's fucking phenomenal. I was glad I was able to see this because at one point I didn't think, you know what I'm saying? It was, I, we, that was a record. I didn't think that was ever going to be touched. You know, like, and people sit here and talk to me. You're like, nobody thought this was going to happen. I was like, if you really want to be technical about it, I kind of did. The only thing that was going to stop him was health. And, and like, you know, so, well, and that's the thing, like the fact that he's longevity is a skill. Yeah. Like that. And it's a thing that you either just have or you don't. And it's just so fucking wild looking at, um, looking at the fact that here we are, he's in his like 20th, 30th. he's in his 20th season. He's 38 years old and he's 
basically as good now as he was when he first came in. Yeah, like he's a, a smidge less. He might be better. He's might be a smidge less athletic, but he can shoot now. Yeah, which was a problem, like for him when he first got. Even like his mid range was yeah. shaky. Oh, like I was say, I was telling people, I was like, look, so I kind of see. I, I didn't see like. I didn't see like uh, like you know saying this come by. I felt like if anybody could do it, it was this kid. LeBron James is the best high school basketball player I have ever seen. Yeah. I like when Shaquille O'Neal, like this Shaquille O'Neal at the height of his powers, mm-hmm. comes to watch you play a fucking high school basketball game. There's something there. Yeah. But like whenever I saw him play against Sacramento, his first NBA game, that was a big deal. Like you saw something there. Yeah. You yeah. see, you saw it. I mean, he was just he he immediately hit the floor and just belonged and was immediate. He stepped on on the floor, played that game, and then within a month, he had established himself as a top player in the league already. Yeah, as, a, as a top 15 player. Yeah. Already. It's wild, man. It's wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Hell of a career. I mean, you know, again, just... That's how like, I tell people, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and me, me and your dad was talking about, he said, I don't hate LeBron. I hate his fans. Yeah, his fans yeah, his are unbearable. Fans are, they, yeah, they're, they're ridiculous. They're, they're unbearable, but like I tell people all the time, like, when he's gone, we are going to miss him. That is a hard act to follow. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a hard act to follow. So... Next question comes from Jalen from Baltimore. Say, yo guys, who do you think are the losers in the NBA trade deadline? Um, the Portland Trailblazers did nothing to help Damian Lillard, so they're losers. Do they ever? Exactly. Um, the Celtics didn't really add anything, as far as I know. Not anything significant. Um, fucking the Bucks stand packed, but. I mean, they got Jay. I think they're getting Jay Crowder, so that's good. Um, the Nets, the the Nets are losers, but at the same time, that you know, because you lost both your top players, and so yeah, they're losers by default. Uh, the the whole the Timberwolves are that's a fiasco, like in general. So like you know, they had to get rid of Beasley and freaking D'Lo, D'Lo. And that's just a fiasco in general. That like, which Dilo was happy about that because apparently him and Rudy Gobert didn't like each other. I like, I see, told you it's him. I like, it wasn't Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, Gobert's a bum. Like he's just <laughs> he sucks. He's awful. Fuck him. He's a bad player. He's a dumbass. <laughs> Not very good. Shout, shout out Anthony Edwards, man. He's really good. Somebody who was snubbed for an all-star. He's a very good player. I like, you know, but he said, like, dude, I didn't play well enough, like, at the beginning of the season. That kind of matters. So, yeah. so then the next year I'll probably get in. So, right. he's taking in the stride. He's one of my favorite young players in the league. Yeah, he's very him. motivated. I have a ton of respect for him. Yeah, so I like, so that's, so that's, uh, so that's probably, like, say, my, my loser. Yeah, the Nets and the Trailblazers, which they pissed me off because, like I said, Dame just out there languishing. Yeah, they never help him. It's pretty lame. I like, but then again, Dame never want to leave. So. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I can't, I can't really be mad at them. At some point, I guess I got to stop being mad at them because, like, you, you just don't want to leave. It's like an abusive relationship, right? I like, you know, what I'm saying, but so Dame puts up big numbers in my in my fantasy league. So for that, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, for that. So that's the end of our show. Also, AEW is this week. Nice. Uh, yeah, AEW is night uh this week 
uh, Elimination Chambers this weekend. Yeah, Elimination Chamber. That's going to be a big thing because Sami Zayn and the Tribal Chief, uh, that storyline's coming to a close, at least on the Sami Zayn portion of it. Sami Zayn and, like, you no, know, we got to see what Jay Uso with, like, ends up doing. Yeah. Because they might have Jay Uso come through and that might end up being a triple threat with him and Cody Rhodes and that might end up being what that match ends up being. Or like you know, saying they like he he turns on Sami Zayn and like you know KO and uh, Sami Zayn face the Usos at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that should be the main event of night one, but that's just me. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying. Uh, baseball is ahead. Like next week we start our pitchers and catchers and the pre preseason and preview. So that yeah, like which which we're gonna be doing it differently this year because usually I like you know people have been uh, like you know asking me questions about like the teams that really don't get like much uh, like you know what I'm saying so if you're so if you're if you're a fan of a whack ass team here's how we're going to do it we're going to do three three segments of like you know what I'm saying the teams that are that were in the playoffs and if you're a team of a whack squad and I'll be looking through the questions and you have some questions and concerns I, I get it like you know what I'm saying your team may not be in the playoffs every year but you still want to know know our know our thoughts and concerns and all that stuff I like I, I'll give you guys that so so the question portion of that like you know we're going to be worried about the bottom tier teams like you know if you're a fan of a bottom tier team and you want to know like how they can improve and like you know this that and the third with the lookout for that's how we're gonna do it this year. Uh, this year, so like you know, the first three, like the first three segments, we're gonna be focusing on like you know how we usually do it. Then the last one, we're gonna be answering your questions about subpar, mediocre, and whack ass squads that we probably wouldn't cover otherwise. So, so that way we can get everybody included, like yep. you know, on that front. So, like I said, so I celebrated a birthday, 34 years old, feel good, I look good. Yeah, and like you know, what I'm saying I'm happy. I like you know, what I'm saying to have my health. Still happy to have both my parents still kicking. I'm happy for the life I have. I'm happy for the friends that I have, you know. And I'm just, I'm just very blessed, you know. What I'm saying, yeah, I'm thankful, you know. What I'm saying so, but like, hopefully, like th- this year will be even better. I like Ryan. You got anything? Nah, man. Uh, hockey, hockey's playoffs are looming outside of that because we're post all-star break um nba all-star breaks about to happen um outside of that yeah there's not a whole lot um you know so yeah yeah there's not a about whole lot. you did you did a good job with that so like i said you can follow us on my on twitter i'm at hbk illmatic like all caps an underscore in between HBK and Illmatic. He's at the arcade, R underscore K-E-Y-D-E. You can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. And you can send us your questions via Twitter or the Facebook page, or you can send us an email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. And like I said, all right, guys, be uh, get, get, get hyped. MLB, MLB MLB preseason preview starts next week. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, get your questions ready. I got to do some homework myself because I'm not the baseball aficionado here. Ryan is. So, I, I don't want to seem like a jackass for like a month <laughs> and just yeah. have him, like and just have him speak. So, I got to I got to do my uh, do do a little bit of homework. So, I like that's probably what I'll be doing throughout the week. So, like I said, you guys be good, you guys be blessed. And we'll be back better than ever next week. Peace out. Later guys.